Welcome to the Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. I'm David Lally, the producer of the show, and I'm thrilled to share this episode of Brian recorded live at the Peak Experience. The film The Shawshank Redemption was a recurring theme woven throughout the event, and in this recording, you'll learn all about creating your Zewataneo. Zewataneo is the vision that Andy Dufresne clings to while serving his time in prison in the film. Let's take a listen and learn how to create your very own Zewataneo. So how do I possibly teach you guys out and new about goals setting? Right? How many of you have set goals at me before? How many of you have set goals at me before and achieved goals? How many of you have set goals at me before, achieved goals, and now it's kind of hard to set goals? Because what happens is, initially you set goals. See, when I met you, most of you had, let's just say, a little bit of Indiana Jones running in front of the big rock. So when it's like, don't get run over by the big rock, it's a nice goal. Does that make sense? All right, the IRS is the big rock. The get a few sales is the big rock. 10-day goals, 10-month goals. So what happens is you start to achieve those goals, and then you achieve more goals, okay? Many of you have been with me a long time. You look at your problems today, and they're very different than the problems when we first met. So it's easy to set goals when you have a big problem. There's no doubt you have some challenges today, for sure, but they're not the same. The other thing is there's a vacuum to success. I teach this all the time. My daughter has won two national championships. She's won the world championship. So she's listened and listened and listened. And after the last national championship, and she finished first and second in the national championship. It was kind of hard to do. And then a week later, she's sitting out in the backyard, out by the fire pit, and she's like, you told me this was coming. I just didn't understand. And she's like, empty. Now, this kid's been working seven days a week, 12 hours a day, da 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 and she's all that in a bag of chips. And she's doing her thing and, you know, whatever. Whatever we throw her into. I'm like, okay, Anna, I want you to sing in front of 4,000 people. Okay, Dad, whatever you say. And she'll do her thing. No such thing as a free horse. So what happens is <laughs> there's a vacuum to success. Brett Favre wins the Super Bowl to hand him the trophy. And the next thing you know is he's on the platform. The confetti has fallen. He's worked for this his whole life. And now he's like, is this all there is? Last week, we had an agent who's been with us for years. Well, her daughter was hit in a very serious motorcycle accident and made paralyzed instantaneously with the new baby. And the fellow takes off. I mean, amazing people have just rallied around the flag, poured themselves in, raised this baby in their own home, helped the daughter go through just unbelievable rehab. She's still in a wheelchair, but she's functioning in this and the other. And now guess what? Now the daughter is doing great, and now the daughter's met this really good guy, and they're forming a new household, and the baby is now seven years old and left, and she's sitting there going, we're devastated. And it's everything they wanted. Everything they ever hoped for. She's not clinging on, and I want you... She's delighted, but there's a vacuum, because that goal of helping that baby and her daughter and wherever else created a great purpose, and now that purpose has been... The box has kind of been checked... And it's like, what do I do now? And so when you talk to people who've achieved a lot, and again, you guys are all in different stages of the game, but you guys are, you're in this room and you've checked a lot of boxes and done a lot of 10-day goals and so on and so forth. And some of your goals, quite frankly, are like to-do lists. By the way, it's a 10-day goal. You know, you're going to solve world peace in 10 days. So... It's okay. And by the way, they're good goals. There's nothing bad about those. They just don't inspire you. Are you guys with me? 
Welcome to success. Welcome to success. This is what it feels like. How many of you come to an event lately and it's a struggle to write a goal? Let me see your hands. How many of you, your coach is asking for your goals and you're like, and it's kind of like you're doing your homework. You're doing homework. Let me see your hands. Yeah. I said, okay, I get it. So here's what's very important. This dynamic now, yesterday I covered what a vision was. Right? You remember? It was your values, your goals, and then what you see. It's right. What you believe, what you want, where you want to go. Andy Dufresne is 19 years digging the tunnel. He has to have the picture in his mind of Zewantaneo. Red is in fear. So we can learn from Andy, we can learn from Red. Red had to have, I hope, I hope, I hope the Pacific is as blue as it's been in my dreams. The dreams he was afraid to admit to even himself. Are you with me? But trust me, if he didn't have that picture in his mind, he never would have gone on that bus. Are you guys with me? So we're going to work at it. And I'm going to give you some thoughts. I'm going to give you some ideas. And we're going to do it. I'm going to quote one of my favorite authors to start out. She says, dreams thrive or fears come alive. Did you hear that this morning? <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about Zaywantaneo. I have ideas in my mind of my own Zaywantaneo. Let me share with you. I'll go first. You know, this is an event it's all about transparency. I became a prisoner of my own success. You know... I'm a guy that no matter how much I give to the people who I serve, it never ever can satisfy. If I stand in line and do a meet and greet for seven hours, they go, how come he didn't do eight? (laughs) This is the nature of the beast. And then on top of that, here's how I used to do it 23 years ago. And now here's what it looks like today. And this thing has grown and grown. Oh, you know, we're going to do a podcast. So do 52 more of those. And oh, you do this thing. We do this and then you're so bum, bum, bum. And oh, by the way, now you're the chairman of the board and we have to have these meetings. And oh, by the way, all these major corporations and companies that are doing all this big time stuff in the real estate business. And Buffini Company is recognized by everyone outside and inside the real estate business as the most potent network of real estate agents in the world. Most productivity, most transactions, most everything. And so now all of a sudden there's this. and I know, So next thing you know, there's literally not enough hours in a day. And I'm a determined little puppy. So I double down, go harder, go harder, drive harder, drive harder, drive harder. And the next thing you know, I'm just fried. And you know you're fried when the things that you love to do, you're still fried doing them. And so I started playing a little song to myself. Now, I have my own method of how I get myself going. And it's not a method I teach. So I'm kind of like my coach. When we won three national championships, my coach would say, Dear God, I hope someone punches Buffer early. That was what he always said. He was always praying that someone would hit me early. Because if someone hit me in the game, it was on. So I've sometimes had to have like a negative something to spark me. Now I've worked through that to some degree, but I still use the technique. Only now I do it in a way that's a negative spark that has some fun to it. That's where I've evolved to. So I started playing in my car, everywhere I go, started playing an Elvis song. And it's Suspicious Mind. Now, again, I watch this YouTube clip a couple times a day, and there's just nothing like the pelvis in full flight, okay? (laughs) And for young people who missed out, you just uh, don't show me twerking and burking and whatever else. Elvis in Vegas making ladies swoon by just swiveling the hips. And he's singing Suspicious Mind. But the song is, caught in a trap, right? So what am I doing? 
My Zay wants to nail first and foremost, the first thing I'm redeeming, because I've done a lot of this deep work that you guys are doing right now. I've done a lot of this deep work. Very simple for me, I'm redeeming my time. I'm buying back my time. It takes an awful lot of work to get to simple, boys and girls. Does that make sense? I mean, a sharpness to the prioritization and a sharpness to your focus and an ability to say no to almost everything when you're naturally designed to say yes to everything. Very difficult. But it's a process that's really, it's like a hard workout. It's like a good workout. It's a real big thing, and it is starting bit by bit. I'm starting to see a little bit of clarity. And now that I have clarity, here's why. The only reason I'm really willing to pay the price to do the things that need to be done is simultaneously I'm getting a picture in my mind of what Zewantaneo looks like. And Zewantaneo was not like, for me it was always buying a house or getting this thing or going there or the house in Hawaii or whatever. You follow me? It was always a place. Now it is a place also, but it's ultimately this. It's a state of mind. What does peace look like for you, Brian? What does joy look like for you, Brian? When do you, you know, the old Eric Little, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. Where is that? When I started to really push hard and really get into this, it really became a more and more, it surprised the heck out of me. Like one of my greatest things in life is silence in a seminar when people are writing and pouring out of here and here like, oh. That's joy, because we're really getting it. So I'd be even more intense in restraining how much content I have so that these folks can have that experience because I have joy in them having that experience. Does that make sense? But there's other little pieces. There's pieces which is Mauna Kea Beach, 7.15 in the morning, and I see the shadow of myself and my bride holding hands, walking on the beach. Now, that doesn't have to be 365, but it's got to be more than it is now. Does that make sense? The feeling of my grandson when he melts into my shoulder. Because Grandpa's been spending so much time to him that when Mom shows up, he doesn't want to go back to her. (laughs) He just wants Grandpa. And all my kids are like, so smart, so smart, (laughs) so smart. It's going to be a millionaire. <laughs> so smart. These are little things. And yeah, yeah, there's a beach house in there. And yeah, yeah, there's books I want to write. And yeah, yeah, there's impact I want to have. And yeah, yeah, I see things I want to do. And it's more of what I'm doing, only better and focused and buy back time. And, and here's the thing. I'm willing to go through the crappy pipe to get it done. Because it's connected to me. When was the last time you felt that way about something? Say Wantaneo is a state of peace. Say Wantaneo means you're not afraid all the time. You won't be afraid of getting a bad phone call. You won't be afraid of losing your boys. Because there's peace. So here's what it is. Let's get into the nuts and bolts. You guys ready? Just when you thought you couldn't learn anything new about goal setting. First of all, it's a visual picture of where you want to be. It's a visual picture. Picture's worth what? The reason why the greatest goal I've ever seen, we're going to put a man on the moon, bring him safely to the earth by the end of the decade. I believe every night, everybody involved with that operation looked up and saw the goal. It's there. It's just there. And your eye is on that goal all the time. And by the way, there was a lot of crappy pipes to go through for the American Space Program. First time they tried to launch a rocket 
with three astronauts on board. It didn't get off the ground and the three men burnt alive inside and they couldn't even get in to save them. But the goal was still very, very powerful to people and everyone was on board, including the families of those men that died. Are you with me? Walt Disney says, if you can visualize it, if you can dream it, there's some way to do it. There's some way to do it. And what's important about that quote is we always get caught up on how am I going to do it? And Walt Disney says, there's some way to do it. Okay. Have you guys ever seen Saving Mr. Banks? Check out the movie. Check it out. It's a fantastic movie. Great music score. And it's about Walt Disney getting Mary Poppins made. Do you know from the profits of that movie, he bought the land for Walt Disney World? 45,000 acres of swamp and alligators in Florida, where the state bird was the mosquito over that particular property. (laughs) And they said, how in the hell are we going to build that? He goes, we'll figure it out, but this is the vision I have. And you go, well, that's easy. No, read this. Find out. He took the profits of the movie. He needed the profits of the movie to make the deal. It's not like, oh, no, Disney is what it is today. No. Nothing ever happens like that. That's how we think successful people are successful. Next, a deep emotional connection to a goal. I want you to say those words out as you write them. One, two, three. A. When was the last time you had something like that to something you wrote down? Probably been a while, and it's okay. You had a deep emotional connection. If you were up the wazoo in debt, you had a deep emotional connection. Why? Because the alligators were after you. Indiana Jones was running in front of a big rock. You came to a Buffini seminar, you set a goal, you got into coaching, and we got the rock far away from you. And you worked your butt off, and now it's all of a sudden, it's not such a day. And now you're like, why should I run? Here's the key. This is a powerful quote. Albert Gray said, remember, your needs are logical, but your wants and desires are sentimental and emotional. Your needs are logical. But your wants and desires are sentimental and emotional. Here's the thing. In the world we live in today, there really isn't time to be doing that. And oh, by the way, for men, that's like forbidden. The only sentiments we're allowed is get pissed off. You've got to have a deep emotional attachment. Remember when Andy was talking about it? He's sitting down. And he's, oh, I know where I'd go. Say, want to nail. Place in Mexico. You know what the Mexicans say about Mexico? This is the Pacific. It has no memory. That's what I want to do. I want to live in a warm place that has no memory. Buy a little hotel. Buy some old worthless fishing boat. I want to fix it up new. Take my guests out. Take them out fishing. Hey, I could use a man who knows how to get something. Brilliant. Deep emotional connection. Who, what, why, when, how. Specific details of your daily routine. That's what he gave. Specific details of your daily routine. You've got to start with the vision first and then you get down. Some of the little details will pull you into a... The reason why the details are important, it's the picture. It's the picture. Don't be consumed by it, but the little details of your picture create emotion and connection and make it real. Does that make sense? Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. There's little pieces to do. For me... Say Wantaneo are the desires of your heart and having the courage to go for it. Having the courage to write it down, having the courage to recognize it, having the courage to dig deep because we're so blotted out by details and Mrs. Maselli's roof is leaking and the appraisal that didn't come in and whatever else. And then who will you serve? Say Wantaneo needs to have in it service or you're not a leader. You're not who you are. You will be serving somebody some way. 
we talked about some hard things here today and the conversation is ultimately as we go through this we get to live it we get to enjoy it and guess what you've been through some very difficult things and you have these apprehensions and fears and concerns well guess what you can be of service to somebody else and oh by the way as you shine a light to someone else's path it'll be a light to your own does this make sense and he knew who he was going to serve i want to do this i want peace of mind i want a place i feel content he didn't say i don't want to work anymore he's out here sandpaper in a boat he wants to take guests out fishing some of those guests will be just like our buyers and sellers some of them would be great and some of them we might want to drop off on an island somewhere <laughs> or feed to the sharks are you guys with me so say Montenegro is not going to be without problems it's not a place of perfection it's not heaven so let me tell you what the pipe actually is you ready it's going to shock you it's going to shock you it's personal growth and development not a lot of people would sign up for personal growth if they knew how difficult it was. Here's the key. There are areas of personal growth that are very exciting and very exhilarating. How many of you are a growth-minded person? Could I see your hands? The real big stuff. Once you get through the surfacey stuff, once you get through the excitement phase, it's like the dating phase. Okay? I always remember the guy, I'm, he's not doing great in his marriage and I'm talking to him, whatever else. Why don't you try open the door? He's like, what's wrong with our arms? But when he was dating, that door was open. That's the same way with personal growth. The early stages of personal growth and development are just like that. What was your first personal growth and development book? Maximum Confidence. Yeah, who? Win Friends. Greatest Salesman. How many of you remember your first ever Buffini event? Pretty jacked up? Okay. See, it's dating. And it's exciting. And then you get into the nitty-gritty... And now we're talking crappy pipes. And I, I want to share with you, this is where, like you're talking about in your relationships, I'm going to say something to you right now. Big deep breath. My wife and I are 29 years married. We know each other 33 years. We made a commitment, listen, to grow old together. You ever heard that phrase? Yep. Listen to the phrase. Grow old together. What we made a commitment never to do is what most couples do, is get old together. We're not going to get old together. We are growing old together. Do you see the difference? Getting old sucks. <laughs> growing old is kind of cool. Growing old is kind of cool. Are you with me? So my wife and I will enter the pipe. Now, the pipes are often different pipes because we're working on different things at different times in different ways. Because I have different strengths and she has different strengths and I have different weaknesses and she has different weaknesses. So here's the thing. My pipe sometimes goes this way and her pipe goes that way and we just meet up in the middle. Does that make sense? That's why you can't. Oh, I want you to grow the way I grow. Many of you are frustrated with someone you share your life with because they're not sitting here next to you. And you want them to grow the exact way you grow. And they don't. They're wired differently. So you take care of your own business. Here's what the crappy pipe represents. Number one. Areas to grow in your character. Oh, there we go. I mean, honestly, who wants to do that? But that's the stuff, right? The person you look in the mirror every day. What are the areas of character? These are the small incremental changes that happen over time that have spectacular results. Ultimately, spectacular results in income, in influence, in success. And the more that you see people challenge... You know, the culture doesn't pump that stuff out at all. Because the culture just pumps out results. It's all about results. You follow me? 
This guy can be the most horrible human being in the world, treat his wife desperately, abandon his kids desperately, but he can hit 500 home runs, he's a hero. And that's what the culture celebrates. Are you guys with me? But they don't really ever point out that person's life. And it's often a mistake to think that person, because they either made a lot of money or they have a lot of fame, are somehow successful. John Wooden said, ability may get you to the top, but it's character that keeps you there. You are characters with character. Characters, for sure. (laughs) 23 years hanging out with you. Characters with character. Who else would do this kind of work? Disciplines and habits to develop. Now, let me give you a little source code, and you're going to see a bit of the sickness of Brian Buffini. This is where I've made anxiety and OCD a highly profitable career. Everything you've been hearing about is patterns and decisions. Have you guys noticed that? Patterns and decisions, patterns and decisions, patterns and decisions. The antidote for patterns. How many of you are a little concerned? When you do the exercise, you see the patterns. Now what do I do? How many of you have seen some patterns and it's kind of like, it kind of brings you a little dread? Can I see your hands? Great. You ready for the antidote? I wouldn't leave you here. I'm not going to leave you in the pipe. It's disciplines and habits. You know what disciplines and habits represent? Intentional, positive patterns for the future. That's what disciplines and habits are. That's why I spend so much time working on habits. I wish to God I could just share with people the profoundness of this. I'm a fairly good communicator. People don't get this. They don't. They just don't get it. Because there's such profoundness to it. And the longer, I'm 33 years knocking around this. And each year I'm more amazed than the year before. And I'm in a spot right now where I'm seeing all these massive changes in the real estate business and how excited I am for our clients and our company and how the profoundness of this stuff is going to kind of win the day. Disciplines and habits are positive new patterns you choose to establish. You choose. There's the decision part. So we have patterns and choices. Disciplines and habits are new patterns you choose to install for your future. Any pattern that you wrote or any thought you've had here that you're not this and you do this all the time and you mess up here and whatever else, you can cure that with a new discipline and a new habit. And oh, by the way, the discipline and the habits, when done repeatedly, will then affect the deeper things of your mind and the deeper things of your heart. Now, it might be someone digs up some stuff and I might need to go see somebody. I might have some post-traumatic stress. That might happen. But I'm going to say this to you. Disciplines and habits will cure more inside for your internal mind and heart than anything you can imagine. Because these are the new patterns positively you choose to change your life for good. And those disciplines and habits should be taking you on a path to get to yours they want to nail. Are you getting why you're here? It's all in here. I'm not going to leave you hanging. Aristotle, great Irishman. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not a what? It's not an act. It's a habit. All the new patterns you want disciplines and habits and then lastly attitude and energy you give off ever met anybody with a crappy attitude here's what i can tell you people with crappy attitudes have not crawled into a crappy pipe the crappy attitudes are basically concrete and over the pipe and hope it's going to be okay are you guys catching me yes or no you're the brave ones. You're going to do the work. Oh, but I want this person to get it. I want that person. Have we reconfirmed here that we can't change anybody? Yes or no? Yes. I get a lot of letters and a lot of thanks. You changed my life. You changed my life. And I, honest to God, here's what I know. I've changed one person's life and that's mine. In doing this work and trying to serve you. 
Now, I've built an organization of people who are dedicated to support and help you. They hear that someone needs a book and they run to the store and get it and get it signed. That's the spirit and the style of the entire team at Buffini Company. People always thank me and I say, I'll receive your appreciation on behalf of our team that we helped you. But the only person who's ever changed their life with Buffini Company is someone who changed their own life with us. Are you guys with me? And that's what you've done. That's why you're in this room. So, say want to nail. It's a picture of who you want to be and where you want to be, who you want to be with. And because of that, you're willing to go through the crappy pipe. Self-knowledge can be painful, it says, but not half as damaging as self-ignorance. We want to know. We want to know. I'm going to show you the greatest personal growth and development exercise of all time. It's in the Shawshank Redemption. Here's a fella that's willing to do whatever it takes to get to this picture of Zay Wantanao. And listen, he knew it was coming. He knew it wasn't going to be pleasant. But he was willing to do the dirty work because of what could be. Maybe some of you have to crawl through a crappy pipe of a relationship. Maybe some of you have to crawl through the crappy pipe of ending a relationship. Maybe some of you have to crawl through the crappy pipe of poor health. Some of you have to crawl through the crappy pattern of what you do with your money. You might have to crawl through the crappy pattern of what you do with your business as soon as it's going well. Or the crappy pattern of thinking and being fearful. But ultimately, it's because they want the nails on the other side. You follow? This is what personal growth and development looks like. It's because there's something on the other side. Are you with me? And that's why. How many of you feel like you've gone through and worked through some pretty crappy stuff since you started with us in the first place? Could I see your hands? Stinking thinking. Remember Zig used to talk about that? We've done it. I'm already doing it. I'm just saying keep going. Keep going. Don't stop halfway in the pipe. Don't stop. Keep going. You're already digging. Now we just need to get a better picture. You follow? Keep digging. So guess what the revolutionary peak experience is doing? I'm going to talk about goals. Now we're going to talk about work. And then I'm going to talk about money. Three subjects I've never covered before. (laughs) So how are we going to do it? Keep digging. Keep digging. Keep digging. One handful at a time out into the yard, one little bit at a time, is building relationships. In both your personal life and in your professional life, but definitely in your business life, for sure. Number two, work in the system. Work in the system. Work in the system every day. It's fun, right? Do the work, do the work, do the work, do the work. And then the third thing is maintain your enthusiasm. Maintain your enthusiasm. That's why we need the coaching and the events and the podcast and the conference call. Here's the thing. It's very important. The more you do this deep work, the more, in some regards, how isolated you'll find yourself. So that's why it's very important you stay connected to one another and stay connected about the most important thing. Winston Churchill says, success consists of going from failure to failure without a loss of enthusiasm. Here's a tip for you. Anybody got snow on the roof? Here's a good encouragement for you. Winston Churchill became prime minister the first time when he was 66. He's just warming up. He's just warming up. Okay? They said he wanted to be prime minister upon leaving his mother's womb. He was 66 the first time. He went from loss to loss to loss without enthusiasm. The American version of Winston Churchill, I think, would be Abraham Lincoln. And if you've ever known the classic story about Abraham Lincoln, he is the world-class loser. He lost this and that and this and that and failed in bankruptcy, had a nervous breakdown, lost election after election, and then became perhaps the most influential man in American history. Every dream has a process and it has a price tag. 
The process is the work. The price tag is the money. This kind of encapsulates everything I'm trying to get done with you. Every dream, that's the goal, has a process. And it has a price tag. So goals, work, money. Those who embrace the process and pay the price live the dream. Those who don't just dream. How many of you have tried to share this stuff with people? You were enthusiastic, fired up, even brought them to an event, exposed them to the process, and then they dropped away quick. How many of you have seen that? Great. Keep doing that. We appreciate it. But understand this. You don't own their success. And maybe they're not ready, and maybe they'll never get it. And then how many of you have ever shared it with somebody who has got it, and it's been transformative? Let me see your hands. That's the good stuff, isn't it? That's like red on the beach. So let me give you some quick money tips from Andy Dufresne. Accumulate wealth over time. I know I always say that, but I always say it because it's always true. Warren Buffett said, someone's sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Trees grow up. I'm sitting back there, and I have my two middle sons with me, Alex and Adam. And I looked over at one stage, and Alex is sitting there, and I thought there was a lump on his shirt, so I went to smooth it out. He didn't need an iron, because that lump was a muscle. (laughs) It's a thing called a delt. I've never heard of this, but it's a delt. And if you have 5% body fat, apparently these things here show. I have no need for that, so I said, what the hell? You know what I mean? It happens like that. And people always go, I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have invested there. You know, there's a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying, and the number one regret is always, 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 I wish I'd have taken more risk. And what they meant is, I wish I didn't live in such fear. And, and the thing is, we've got to take those calculated risks. So we accumulate wealth over what? Number two, we stay the course. We stay the course. And in real estate, and you're going to get this all the time, people are going to be jumping all over the place and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. People won't stay the course and write calls notes and Popeyes, and they'll tell me, I have clients have said, this stuff is expensive, this coaching is expensive. And they'll leave a $500 a month investment to make a $10,000 a month investment, and two years in, they're going, yeah, I've decided to leave the business. I'm telling you, I've heard that story hundreds of times in the last few years. Hundreds of times. Because someone else was convincing and had a hot, sexy, technological story. What I'm doing and who I am can't be that valuable. So let me go try that. Are you guys with me? Only buy something you'd be perfectly happy to hold. The market shut down for 10 years, said the man. You know real estate. Why don't you get in that ass? And then here's something I've never said to an audience. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. What the hell? What's the point of playing? Go big or go home. Who are you to play small? Who are you to play small? Now, here's the thing. You go, I'd like to play big, but I don't have big dollars. Here's the thing. I'm going to show you 19 years. Andy Dufresne was in prison for 19 years. So here's 19 years performance on the stock market. 19 years ago, the Dow was at 10,000, and now it's at 25,000. Go big or go home. Get in the game. 19 years ago, what was a house worth in your area? What were rents in your area? Andy Dufresne... Phenomenal leadership, right? Virulent in his commitment to positivity. Unwavering in his commitment to hope. Had a plan, and he worked it every single day. And while he was there, he also wrote a bunch of personal notes. Helped people get their degrees. Built a library. And also did a little financial investing. So when the plan came together, because here's the thing, hotels don't buy themselves, and fish and bones don't buy themselves, and Zewantaneo is going to cost some dollars. 
We live in the real world. So here's what Andy did. After doing a lot of the hard work and coming out the other side of the pipe, here's the payoff. This movie set in the year I was born, 1967. He blew town with 370 grand. In today's money, that'd be 3.5 million. I want you to write that number down. We have people at peak that are doing some remarkable things and have accumulated some incredible net worth. But I will share with you, that number is actually, as I've done a lot of analysis, it's a very, very powerful number, 3.5 million. And you may be sitting here today going, net worth-wise, I'm $3.5 million short of that number. (laughs) But over the course of the next 19 years, that shouldn't be hard to get to. Some of you have already followed up with me because you've been with me 19 years, and you've already done pretty well. And your Zewantaneo turned into a vineyard or a hotel of your own. Many people in this room have already got a heck of a lot. Of, they got at least one solid hand on Zewantaneo already. But that three and a half million number is a very good number. I won't get into all the details of it right this minute, but it's a very, very, there's a science behind that number and where it's at today. It was kind of interesting when I did the numbers. I got, of course, you know, here's Andy Dufresne and 370 grand. That's a number that has a sustaining quality to it that can allow compounding and revenue to sustain a very nice lifestyle for people without work. And so that's a number that uh, I'd like to get you. How many of you, 3.5 million net worth would be a good thing for you? How many of you, that'd be a discount. Let me see your hands. (laughs) Great. And so if you're a ways away from that number, you maybe you've had a few market corrections economically, or maybe you've never had that big momentum. You're sitting there going... My God, I just feel a little overwhelmed by that number right now. Or I feel a long way away from that number. And I don't want you to raise your hand. I just want you to know. I'm not speaking as some big shot. I'm speaking as a guy that didn't use to answer the phone because he owed $252,000 in medical bills. I had a gal on stage today that had never run a business in her bleeding life that even as soon as seven years ago was on the verge of bankruptcy. And now she's about to do a daytime talk show. Do you think when she was debating hard about getting out of bed, she thought, man, if I get out of bed one day, I'll be signing a contract with Sony. So I don't care where you're at or where you're at in the minutes or where you started. I will say this to you. We can get you there. Oh, we can get you there. We can get you there. Okay. And sometimes it feels like one handful of dirt while people are outside. Oh, no, they're moving things with an earth mover. I'm in here with one handful. What's two notes going to do for me? Well, why don't you try it 20 days a month and see what it'll do for you? Why don't you do it 240 days a year and see what it'll do for you? I'm doing okay. I wrote 2,600 notes last year. And I'm doing okay. But I have a different reason for it today than I used to have. Does that make sense? So we'll get you there. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to push you a little bit. You guys up for it? Okay. It's one sheet of paper. It'll be daunting. It says, my Zewantaneo. Say it with me. One, two, three. Some of you are able to write in narrative form. Some of you it'll be bullet points. Some of you it'll be disjointed words or pictures. Some of you will write and keep it in the lines. And some of you will write little images all over the place. I don't care. Ten minutes from now, you probably won't have a three-dimensional crystal clear picture that you could submit to a bank to get a loan for Zewantaneo. Out of your head, out of your heart. Zewantaneo. It's a feeling of how you want to live your life. It's something that brings you joy. It's a place. It's people. There's things that you do. There's details of it that you love. And you just got to know you're going to have the books to get there. 
What does that look like for you? My Zewantaneo. Anything that comes out of your head, anything that goes down onto that piece of paper, puts us one step closer. If you want to just sit there and rack your brain and visualize, do that. Whatever you need to do. Pick up your pen sometime in the next 10 minutes and throw something down on a paper. You up for it? Let's go. In the session you just heard, Brian walked the audience through a writing exercise for creating their own Zewataneo. And our team has put together a resource to help you do the very same. You can download it at thebrianbuffinishow.com slash insiders. If you'd like to attend the Peak Experience and spend three days with Brian and guest speakers, visit buffiniandcompany.com slash TPE. And for today, I'll leave you with Brian's mum, Therese, for a little Irish blessing. May the road rise up to meet you, and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields, and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.